would be surprised at how much I changed for each job to fit in. The lingo, the what you wore, all of it, I would just change. I was such a chameleon. Welcome everyone. In case you are new to the podcast, I would like to take a moment to introduce myself and why I decided as a busy working mom to find the time to put this together. When I was in my late 30s, after working as a surgical physician assistant for about 13 years, I found myself severely burned out. This affected my relationships, my work, my mental, and ultimately my physical health. I felt like I didn't have time to breathe, let alone the time to find the resources to help me out of my burnout cycle. I did find a way out that has led me to a more fulfilled and joyful life. I would like to be a resource for you to do the same. I will walk you through simple steps to integrate into your busy day to help you move out of the burnout cycle. Even if you feel like you don't have time to breathe, you can do this. If I can do it, literally anybody can. Please note, because I am nowhere near perfect, I may slip up and use an occasional minor curse word for emphasis or due to raw emotion. Please be aware. Thank you so much for being here. Let's break the burnout cycle together. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast this week. So this week I wanna talk about being a chameleon, which keeps coming up for me because my 13-year-old daughter is walking through middle school. And Brene Brown says, this is the time in our life when we start putting on armor. I definitely can see this in Ellie. In my life, when I look, I know that I put on armor, but Earlier than middle school, I started being a chameleon. I started blending. I didn't want to stick out. I didn't want to cause any trouble. And this shows up for me throughout my life when I look back on it. It's really interesting to me to now see it in action. And I think I missed it a little bit with Emma because, again, I just didn't have the knowledge behind it as much as I do now and can see it much more clearly now. Ellie has this wonderful light and love for people. And I just see when she walks into school that she's so scared to say something wrong. She's so scared to not fit in. And yet there's still a piece of her that doesn't want to fit in. There's a piece of her that wants to dress kind of funky and she's got red highlights in her hair and doesn't necessarily want to blend with the crowd. There's this beautiful side of her that just loves people. She saw this younger kid in the neighborhood at the bus stop, and this younger kid loves Ellie and ran up to her and said, oh my gosh, I have a birthday party this weekend. It's my birthday. Can you come? And Ellie was like, yeah, absolutely. I will put it on my schedule, you know, just because she loves the kid and she wants to support and support them in being happy. So the mom reached out to me and was so sweet and was like, you know, because of their age difference, Ellie's not going to know anybody at the party. And I fully understand if she does not want to come. And I said, I asked Ellie and she's like, well, I don't really want to go, but I do want to celebrate her. And I said, you know what? That's great, Ellie. Why don't we celebrate her by going to get her a present and you can give it to her and it can be really something special and you don't have to go to the party. And she was like, that's great. But here's my daughter shutting herself down as she walks into middle school, but trying to lift people up outside. 
And I love that about her. And I don't want to see her put her armor on or shut down her light or become a chameleon like I did. So when I think about this topic, I remember reading a book. It's called Untamed by Glennon Doyle. At the very beginning of the book, it talks about her taking her children to the zoo and watching the cheetah run. Basically, there was a cheetah that from birth, they taught to act like a Labrador retriever. So they put it in with a Labrador retriever and everything that the lab did, the cheetah then wanted to do. And so the cheetah run was where the Labrador chased a pink bunny that was behind a pickup truck. And then when the Labrador was done, the cheetah wanted to then do the same activity that the Labrador had done. So the cheetah runs behind a truck chasing this pink bunny, and then at the end of it gets thrown a stake. And there's a great quote by Glennon at the end of this. So the Labrador's name is Minnie, and the cheetah's name is Tabitha. So here's the quote. The taming of Tabitha felt familiar. I watched Tabitha gnawing on that stake in the zoo dirt and thought, day after day, this wild animal chases dirty pink bunnies down the well-worn narrow path they cleared for her, never looking left or right, never catching that damn bunny, settling instead for store-bought steak and distracted approval of sweaty strangers, obeying a zookeeper's every command, just like Minnie the lab she's been trained to believe she is. Unaware that if she remembered her wildness just for a moment, she could tear those zookeepers to shreds. Y'all, that is something. Society has cultural norms. And yes, we need to fall in line with laws, right? They protect people. But for me, I fell in line to disappear. I fell in line to shield myself from criticism. I fell in line so that I didn't have to get hurt ever. And you know what? It doesn't work. I get hurt a lot. I thought if I didn't get too excited or too mad or too joyful or too sad, everything would be okay. I thought if I got the right education and got the right job, everything would be okay. I thought if I wore the right clothes, it would be okay. That doesn't make me happy. And my guess is it won't make you happy either. When I look back and look at all the times I was such a chameleon, I, y'all, I had so many jobs. I think I counted them once with my kids and it was like 29 jobs that I've had. And you would be surprised at how much I changed for each job to fit in. The lingo, the what you wore, all of it, I would just change. I was such a chameleon to fit in. And that's not helped me because literally as I walked into my 40s, I didn't know who I was. I didn't even know what brought me joy. I didn't, I, it was very hard for me to put my finger on who I was other than being a physician assistant or other than being a mom. Like who was I as Meg Letty? What did I like? What did I want to bring to the world? Why was I here? Right? So you start having these existential questions. Maybe it's a midlife crisis. Maybe it's just me 
starting to realize I don't want to be a chameleon anymore. So, you know, one of the things that was easier for me to start with was my clothing. I think clothing says a lot about you when you let it, right? This is a way that we can express ourselves every day. Our clothing and our hair and our makeup and earrings or jewelry or the things we wear. I know I had one surgeon that wore really awesome socks because that was really the only thing he got to choose. He was in scrubs the rest of the time. So for me, it started coming through in my wardrobe where I could bring myself to work and into my life. And you know what? I like comfy things. So I remember the first time that I bucked the system, I started wearing sneakers to work. Even though I would dress up nice for clinic, I wore sneakers with my dress pants because my feet were happy. I walk miles a day. It is silly for me to wear anything but sneakers. But that was not considered the norm in clinical medicine. So I started wearing sneakers and that felt good. I was like, this feels good. My feet are happy and I'm bucking the system. And then I realized, you know, I work in surgery and I'm often bending over. I'm often dealing with wounds and messy things. And I was like, why am I wearing nice clothing? I would always worry about a wardrobe malfunction or I would worry about getting something on my nice clothes. So I invested in some nice scrubs that look very professional and very nice and are also stain resistant. So now I walk into work looking very professional, but in scrubs and sneakers. And I can't tell you how much easier it is to do my job because my clothes are now working for me. I'm not working for my clothes, literally. Like I'm not trying to make money to buy nice things that cause me to have wardrobe malfunctions or cause me to have anxiety because I don't want to get them dirty at work. I have no anxiety over my scrubs. They're incredibly comfortable. They fit me well. There's no wardrobe malfunctions. And if I need to replace them, I will, but I've had them for like three years now. They wash great. They're awesome. So that's like the first step I took in kind of bucking the system, not doing the norm. And it felt really good. And then I started doing it with other things. Like I wanted my underwear. It sounds crazy, but like women's underwear sometimes, and I'm sure it happens with men's because I've talked to my husband about it. I want my underwear to work for me. I don't want it to ride up. I want it to stay in place. I just need it to function. And so I started figuring out the underwear that actually functions and not for looks and not for what the cultural norm is supposed to be. And it's supposed to be cute and small. No, uh, -uh. I am wearing the underwear that works for me that I don't have to think about after I put on because it's so comfortable. I don't have to think about it. And that's the way it should be. And then I started looking at my bras and I was like, underwires suck. They just do. And I wanted a bra that could go with me from work to walking in my neighborhood at night. I didn't want a ton of bounce. I wanted a bra I could wear literally all day long. And so I started looking into that. And now my bras work for me. I don't work for them. I'm starting to take charge and really try to buck 
the cultural norm and start making things work for me and start not being such a chameleon. And this may seem ridiculous to you because it's such small steps. And maybe you're like, yeah, that just makes sense. But for me, this is a big deal because I would fall in line with whatever the people around me were doing. And this is not what the people around me are doing. So this is a big deal for me. And I'm starting to do it in other little aspects of my life. Like I remember we would go for a walk to get coffee and that was a social thing. So I wanted to interact with that. And because we were going to the coffee place, like I got a coffee. But what I started realizing is the coffee didn't make me feel good. It gave me jitters. It gave me an upset stomach. And so I might go for the walk now and get a decaf tea, or I might not get anything. It's the social interaction I was craving, not getting the coffee. And so that was really eye-opening to me. And really started bucking the system in that respect in my mind. Again, these were all things that are in my mind, like I have to fall in, I have to order a coffee. But I want us to question, because if that cheetah had questioned for just one second her existence and why she looked so different than that dog, why she had such huge paws and a huge jaw, she could have literally broken free from from that cage that she was in. But she didn't question. And I think that's the purpose of this podcast this week is that I want you to look back through your life and see where you've been a chameleon, or you've been tamed, where you've fallen in line because it's the cultural norm, or it's because what you have told yourself you have to do to fit in. Well, don't bring yourself to whatever that is, whether that be, whether it's your clothes, whether it's the words you say, whether it's the spunk you bring, whether it's how you lift other people up. I mean, I don't know what it is for you. For me, it was baby steps and I'm still doing the baby steps to figure out what I can bring to this world, what I can bring to my job, what I can bring to my family. I still don't know because I feel like I'm a brand new newbie at this because for so long, I didn't cultivate these things. I want y'all to cultivate these things because we need more uniqueness. We need more light and beauty from that uniqueness in the world. We need you to bring all of you to every aspect of your life. That is my encouragement to you. And that's my encouragement to myself, really, because I'm just at the beginning of this. But man, it felt good to buck the system. It felt good to live how I want to live and and wear the clothes I want to wear. And it just felt good. And I want to encourage all y'all to do that. Let's take advantage of it. So I love y'all so much. I always, always, always help this has a positive message for you and for your life. And I'm so thankful that you're taking the time to listen to these and, and gain maybe some perspective and insight into yourself. I love y'all. I'll see you next week. If you're really enjoying this podcast, 
head on over to Apple and give me a rating and review. And also click that follow button so that you know when the next podcast comes out. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. The information, opinion, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast is not to be considered professional advice. Before starting any change in physical, mental, or dietary practice, you should consult your medical provider.